Running a small business or a one-man band can be lonely. Without the support mechanisms that come from a corporate environment, you may miss the motivation of others or the accountability they bring. In this episode, I talk to serial entrepreneur Chris Ducker, and we chat about mastermind communities and how they can fill those motivational and accountability gaps. Whilst running a number of large companies, Chris has also built a strong personal brand of his own online, and we discuss how personal branding, combined with masterminds, can boost your business growth. That's all right here in episode 85 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome, you're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So let's get on with the show and here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome folks to the Empath Podcast, hope you're well. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really appreciate it. As always, I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy from Edinburgh. I help people like you with your marketing strategy, content, and social media. Until I set up my own business, I was in and out of senior marketing roles in UK financial services companies for over two decades. Some of you might remember me as the marketing director and then the managing director of Bright Grey and Scottish Provident. I'm really, really excited about this week's interview. When I left big corporate, coming up for three years ago now, one of the things I found was that the life of a sole trader, an independent consultant, is lonely. I'd heard about mastermind communities, but didn't really know what they were until I started listening to Chris Ducker's new business podcast. So much of what Chris said resonated with me, and so when I saw he was launching a mastermind community called Upreneur, I was one of the first in the queue to join. The community has helped me develop and grow my business, so I was delighted when Chris agreed to come on the show and share his passion with you. Not only do we talk about mastermind communities and how groups of like-minded people can create amazing ideas that stimulate business growth, but we also talk about personal branding and the advantages that can come from that. Chris Ducker is a serial entrepreneur from London in the UK, now living in the Philippines. Author of Virtual Freedom, Chris is a well-known international speaker. He spoke in the UK at the New Media Europe Conference in 2015 and most recently at Social Media Marketing World in 2016 in San Diego. Using his no-BS attitude to getting things done and his empathy towards business owners and entrepreneurs, Chris created Upreneur, the entrepreneurial community where no one gets left behind. So, let's get straight into this great chat with Chris, right here on the Marketing, Protection and Finance Podcast. And so, Chris Ducker, welcome to the Empath Podcast. Thanks for having me, Roger. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm good. I'm in Blighty. You know, I'm back home. So I'm happy. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I was going to say, where were we Skyping each other from? Of course, you were born and bred in the UK, but you are, in fact, only here on a visit, aren't you? I am indeed. I was born and raised in Wimbledon, Uh which is where I am right now. It's still the old manor Uh for me. Um, But no, I've been in the Philippines 16 years, but I am back here for a couple of months just on holiday and whatnot. Cebu in the the Philippines. Indeed it is. Yeah, and of course, I've seen a lot of Cebu on your Snapchat stories, Chris. You do. You know, I love Cebu and I love the Philippines and I I wouldn't be the entrepreneur that I am today without the Philippines and the Filipino, obviously, uh, workforce and the team that I've developed over there. I'm very proud to, to, to be someone who's you know, as a quote-unquote foreigner over mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. doing things right and, and doing things for the local market just as much as the international. But 
yeah, it's it's a nice place to show on Snapchat as well. Unless obviously you just you know want to show traffic jams all the time. I could, <laughs> I could do that as well, but I, we don't I we don't see it. that bit, do don't do we? <laughs> Chris, you're a serial entrepreneur. You're an author, a podcaster, a keynote speaker, and the founder of a mastermind community called Youpreneur. But as you know, this podcast, the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast, is aimed at a relatively small niche financial services professionals in the UK looking for marketing ideas as well as inspiration in all things financial services. So whilst you're a well-known international marketing figure and well-known to the international marketing community, sadly quite a few people listening today might not know who you are. So Chris, give us a little bit of background about where you come from and where you're going and what your ambitions are and, and basically what makes Chris Ducker tick. Well, I'm just, you know, at the very core, and I always say this, at the very core of what I'm all about, I'm just a sales guy. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, and, and I started in the telemarketing and the telesales game when I was uh, 17 years old, auto trader, uh-huh. and, um, and and then got into the, the publishing game. I was in the publishing business for almost, I guess, eight to maybe nine years in the UK before I went over to the Philippines. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, when you talk about financial services and, and that sort of type of thing, obviously, you know, telemarketing, telesales, as long as it's done right, can be extremely uh, proactive uh, for anybody in, in, in that kind of niche and industry. And uh, so that's what I do. I'm a sales guy at the very core of it. However, obviously, as, as time has gone by and I've built up my businesses and I've built up my brand, particularly, uh, you know, as, as an entrepreneur doing business in, you know, the 21st century, I've got to embrace blogging. I've got to embrace, you know, podcasting and social media and, and all the rest of it. And as a direct result of that personal branding, the book deal come, comes around, the speaking gigs come around and, you know, coaching and consulting and all that sort of type of stuff as well. And I love it. I think it's great. And of course, you've written a best-selling book and it's just approaching. In fact, is, is today the second anniversary of your book, Virtual Freedom? Actually, the whole I, I, I often say just that the whole month of April is the birthday, right. plain and simple. But um the exact day that it was launched was April 1, not an Abel Fools joke. <laughs> um, me and my publishers went backwards and forwards on that one for a while, I tell you. April 1, 2014 was the exact publishing date. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, you've built these businesses. You're an accomplished marketer and salesman, as you said. Today, I'd like to focus on a couple of areas, if we if we could, Chris. Mastermind communities and mm-hmm. personal branding. Now, personal branding is a recurrent theme on the Empath podcast. Back in episode 74, for example, a lady called Deborah Turner talked about image and style. And in episode 76, a well-known uh, name to you, John Cordray, who's also a member of the Upremer community, came on the podcast to talk about how to use live video to help build a personal brand. But perhaps mm-hmm. we can have a look first at mastermind communities, because many of the listeners of the Empath podcast work as financial planners. They're running their own small businesses. Some of them might even work as one-man bands. So I think this subject could be massively useful to the listeners. But just tell me what exactly is a mastermind community? Well, ultimately what it comes down to is it's a group of people that are like-minded mm-hmm. in their pursuits. So it doesn't necessarily need to be industry-focused either. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be geographically focused. It doesn't need to be um, you know, focused in terms of gender or, 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 or age or anything like that. Sure. In fact, actually, the best masterminds for me – are a mix and match of all of those and more. 
because you know the one thing that I have learned above and beyond everything else doing all the mastermind events that I've held being part of mastermind groups myself on and off throughout my career the one thing that I've learned above and beyond everything else is that absolutely nobody has a monopoly on good ideas sure. like nobody um, you could put some of the biggest most accomplished successful business minds in the world in a room together mm -hmm. and I guarantee you somebody in that group is going to drop a value bomb on somebody yeah. that they've never heard before and so you know it's very important I think for us entrepreneurs or anybody that's building a brand based around them or their expertise again calling into your audience of financial pros uh, you know these are people that are ultimately what are they doing they're building up rapport and trust before they can make a sale or serve a customer in the right way and so you know that is that right there is is personal branding personified and then once you start building in that idea of that mastermind group of, of like-minded people surrounding you helping you through your problems helping you discuss ideas and concepts finding out what events they should be attending, which ones they should avoid because they're a waste of time. Mm -hmm, time is mm -hmm. our most valuable commodity, as we know. So, you know, all those sort of types of things. I, I think I wouldn't be the entrepreneur I am today if it hadn't been for the opportunities that I've had via the mastermind groups that I've been part of. I think that's such an important point, isn't it? And perhaps it hadn't, the penny hadn't completely dropped with me until just this moment about mm -hmm. that ability to share ideas from different industries. Because mm -hmm. I suppose your, your first port of call is, oh, I work in financial services, therefore let's set up a, a mastermind group of financial services people. But if you take out the industry and just think about it being people of a certain mindset, generating ideas, holding each other accountable, then it doesn't matter which industry is. In fact, all those ideas can cross-fertilize, if that's the right word. And, and hopefully, you, you can all grow as a result of that. Yeah, and, and particularly, particularly from a marketing perspective, because generally speaking, from a marketing and a sales perspective, if something works for one industry, mm -hmm. it's likely to work in some way, shape, or form yes. with any industry. Yes. Uh, and that's why I believe that nobody's got a monopoly on good ideas. I, I believe it's very, very important for us to have an extremely open mind when it comes to those sort of types of things. So a while back, you you launched your own brand, ChrisDucker.com. You launched a podcast, which was called the New Business Podcast, and that's running into hundreds of episodes now. And you took a decision probably about a year ago, to create your mastermind community, Upreneur, and mm -hmm. rebranded the podcast as Upreneur FM. What was the stimulation behind creating your own mastermind community, having been involved in so many up till then? Well, I think what had happened was I had been running these one-day mastermind events where I would get together with a group of anything between 10 people to 50 people, mm -hmm. depending on where I was, how long I had to market that event, how big the venue was that I could hold, you know, and so on and so on. And I'd been doing this for about three or four years as I traveled around the world speaking at events. Uh -huh. What I would do is if I was in New York for, say, a two-day event, I'd slam an extra day on the end of it and say, I'm going to be doing a mastermind event. Who wants in? Mm -hmm. uh, likewise in London. In fact, London was the first time I ever ran one of those events. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, then I've done them all over the world, literally, Australia, the US, all over Europe, you name it. And really what I saw was you know, the, 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 the reaffirmation of number one, everybody brought something to those sessions. Sure. There was just so many great ideas. And you get that 
cross-pollination and people just eat that stuff up. They mm -hmm. go away with so many ideas and not only based on their own hot seat or the, the time when people were focusing in on them, but also just by listening to other people's at the same time as well. Because you get just as many ideas listening to other people talk about their business ideas than you would do you know, just focusing mm -hmm. in on yours. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. The second thing, and this was really what was the catalyst for me to launch Youpreneur, was that I noticed that by bringing these people together, even if it was just for those few hours, even if it was just for that day or two days, I was ultimately curing entrepreneurial loneliness yes. for them. Uh -huh. uh, and that's a real thing. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't just make that up, right? Yeah. Like that's that 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 feeling of going on this journey of of building our businesses around ourselves and our expertise and those that we want to serve. That's a lonely journey sometimes, and um, you know, I felt it. I know you have, and I know many people that are listening in right now probably feel that way as well. And so, for me, uh, that was the main catalyst behind wanting to launch and open the doors to Upano was to cure that loneliness and to bring people together to help each other and uh, hold each other accountable. It certainly works, Chris, because as you know, I was a corporate man for 20 odd years and mm -hmm. I decided for various reasons, which um, we haven't got time to go into, that I wanted to get out of that, start my own business, focus on content marketing, social media, that sort of thing, try to bring simplicity to people working in financial services. But when you come out of that corporate environment, of course, you lose the support mechanisms. You might have moaned about it when you were in big corporate, but some of it was pretty positive. Oh, and, yeah, for and, sure. and, and of course, when I came out of that, sometimes you're thinking, oh, I'm having a bad day. There's nobody I can go and talk to, nobody who can give me a bit of a motivational pep talk. And I think you get that from the mastermind community. And that's what I've benefited from the Upreneur community, which I joined back in um, in October. So I, I absolutely buy into the philosophy behind why you set this up. And when you do a, a masterclass with people, for example, in London, you've mentioned Australia, etc., what, what will they expect when they come along to a day like that? What sort of um, process do you take them through? Well, you know, that kind of, that, that kind of setup, that environment is not, um, you know, that <laughs> this is not your mummy. Mm. You know, you, you're, you'll get real deal feedback mm. straight out the gate. This is not, we're not there to make you feel warm and fuzzy. Mm. We're there to help you move the needle in whatever it is you're working on. So there'll and be so, brutal truth, presumably. Oh, yeah, particularly with me at the helm. Uh -huh. I mean, you know me, I'm, I, I don't mince my words. I shoot from the hip. Mm -hmm. um, some people like that. Some people don't. And yeah. if they don't, I'm honestly, at this point in my career, I'm very okay with people saying, I don't like that style. I'm going to go and get it from somewhere else. You know, the, the support, the accountability, mm -hmm. the knowledge that I need, he doesn't have it because of that. Sure. Uh, I'm going somewhere else. I'm fine with that, Rog, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there are people like you who are inside the Youpreneur community who are all about getting yeah. that kind of feedback because you're too busy for BS. You know, mm. you're too busy to, to mince words and everything. So, yeah, really, it's, it's, an, it's an environment where, yes, there's support. Yes, there's accountability. But it ain't all warm and fuzzy. You know, if something, if you, if you show something or if you discuss something that is a total waste of time, you will be told it's yeah. a total waste of time. Um, and I think that, that that truth and that honesty from one entrepreneur to another, you can't put any kind of currency amount on that. You just can't do it because... It's it, it could it could have the ability to, to save you tens of thousands of whatever currency you do in business in, plus 
ample amounts of hours, which is way more important than any money. So, you know, I, I, I'm all about just keeping it real and making sure that people walk away from those sessions with a genuine to-do list, yeah. with a long-term goal, but understanding that that long-term or that long game that they put in place has to be made up of a period of smaller steps, sure. smaller wins, and smaller goals being set and met. Uh, and that's what I'm all about, and that's what those sessions are all about. Fantastic. And, and, and that sort of takes us on to the next step. Once people have got those plans, once people have got those goals, once people can start to focus on that vision, they can then start to have a maybe a bit more of a think about this whole issue of personal branding. Now, again, my background and the background of quite a lot of the listeners of the podcast is that they work for companies. You know, it might be Aviva, it might be Legal and General, big brand names like that. And a lot of people might sit here thinking, well, nobody's interested in Roger Edwards or John Smith or, or whoever it is as an individual. But, of course, in the digital space that we're in now, we've all got the ability to broadcast our own podcasts, our own video shows, blog, etc., all the things that you've done. So do you think that even for people who work within brands, it's something that as a, as a goal they should start to focus on building more of a personal brand rather than hiding behind the corporate, assuming they're allowed to, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the easiest, lowest ball of a question I've ever been thrown <laughs> in a podcast interview, because you know my answer. Um, I, I absolutely think that it is. I think, you know, I don't care what business you're in. I really don't. You are doing business with other people. People want to do business with other people. It's a P2P world. Yes, B2B is real. Yes, B2C is real. But at the very, very core of what we do of any kind of industry, whether you're a, an agency folk, maybe you're working as a freelancer, maybe you're a consultant, maybe you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, you are doing business in today's market in more of a P2P manner than you ever have done before in the history of business, period. And I think it's very, very important to understand and embrace that. Now, that doesn't mean you need to start blogging and podcasting and getting all active on social and all that stuff. But what it does mean is that if you are not aware of that and you are in a competitive you know, niche or market such as financial services, you will start losing ground. Your competitors will start pulling away from you because they are embracing those ideas. Um, and I think that's very, very important to, to note. And do you think that uh, looking at an individual like myself, for example, and there are quite a lot of other people out there, if they're thinking about their future and their goals and their visions for a business they want to build, is it better for me to invent some bizarre name for a company like, uh, I don't know, Pond Life just came into my head then for some reason, or Roger Edwards, as I've done, I've, I was very lucky enough to buy, be able to buy rogeredwards.co.uk years and years and years ago and just yep. paid the fee and sat on it until I felt I was ready to use it. Do you think it's better? for people to know you by your name rather than some convoluted brand that an agency's created for you? I think it is. I think you'll find that there are some people online that have built personal brands around another name. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a perfect example is, say, Ramit Sethi at yeah. IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com, Pat yeah. Flynn at SmartPassiveIncome.com. You know, and, and there's a whole bunch of other people. John Lee Dumas, EntrepreneurOnFire.com. You know, these people, they have built personal brands based around another name. Mm. And that's fine. But the thing is, if I look at Pat, for example, who is my best friend on the planet, mm -hmm. I look at Pat and, you know, smart passive income is not really 
for me personally, knowing Pat the way I do and seeing what he's done business-wise, mm-hmm. it doesn't tell the Pat Flynn story properly for me anymore now right. because he's not talking about just passive income generation anymore. What he's talking about is brand building. What he's talking about is book writing and course creation and all these other things. It's gone beyond that realm. Now, he might argue and, and, and actually we argue quite a bit, <laughs> but I, I <laughs> I think that, um, you know, I think ultimately if you can get your own domain name, like I've got chrisducker.com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you can get your own domain name, if you, if, you are, if you are sure that what you want to do is build a business based around you, your personality, your brand, your experience, your mission, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, um, it's better to do it under the name. And, and, and actually, you know, what it also does is it, it lends a massive amount of flexibility to you doing it under your own name so that you can pivot at some point mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. because right now I'm fo- you know I'm focusing on helping people build brands and build businesses around their personal brands but 3 years ago all I ever talked about was becoming a smarter entrepreneur by delegating the virtual staff mm-hmm. but I did it all under chrisducker.com of course so it, it doesn't mean that you can't you know as my entrepreneurial journey evolves and carries on moving and pivoting so will what I want to help my audience with um, and so you know who knows what I'm going to be talking about three years from now I've got no idea just like you don't or anybody else for that matter absolutely and and assuming somebody wants to go down this route so they've bought they've managed to buy their name as a as a URL domain what's mm-hmm. the one or two two most important things that you would recommend people do as they set out on their journey to create a personal brand for themselves? Well, first and foremost is that you must, must, must start collecting email addresses Mm. on that website. Mm. Uh, You must start collecting the emails of the visitors that come to your site. And the easiest way to do that, please don't do what I see so many people still in 2016 doing, and that is just having a little box on the sidebar of the website that says, Sign up for my, for my newsletter. Okay, give me one good bloody reason why I should do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. give me something, anything. Pitch me benefits mm-hmm. and features. Tell mm-hmm. me why I should be giving you my email address for your newsletter. What's your newsletter going to include? What am I going to get every week, every yep. month, whatever? So the easiest way to get people's email addresses is actually to create an opt-in offer mm-hmm. where they're going to opt in and they're going to give their email across to you. Uh, you know, and that can be as simple as like you know a top ten checklist. Yeah. So you know, for example, pulling it back to your audience, the financial services. You know, the you know the 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 personal finance growth checklist. Ten uh-huh. things that everybody must do to secure their financial future. Boom. You put it together in a two or three page downloadable PDF document, people will give their email addresses out for that conf- that, that information mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. From day one of your website being live, make sure that you've got a facility in place to be able to collect their email addresses. It's absolute paramount. Fantastic. Yes. And now number two, I would say, would be to start creating content and then populate that website with some blog content uh, and whatnot. Because at first, and this is the beautiful thing about it, you have no excuses not to do this. Mm. At first, as the expert that you are, you will start creating content that you think your audience is going to like, need, and want. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. This is content that you think they want because you don't know any other sure. way right now because you're starting from scratch. But three, four, six months down the line, when you've got that audience starting to build and you're conversing with people in the comments section on your blog, or maybe you're tweeting with them, maybe you're even emailing with them, whatever it is, six months down the line, they will start telling you 
what they want from you. They will start telling you the types of content that they want to see from you by asking questions, by giving you what you know, giving you ideas on what their problems are. And now the really good fun stuff begins because now you don't create content that you think they want. You create content that you, you know. know they need. And that's when the money starts coming in right there. Yeah, this this is this resonates with me so much. And in fact the Empath podcast that we're on now changed for exactly those reasons. I launched this podcast originally with the intention of it being effectively how to market protection and finance products. But actually, the feedback I got from people was the most popular episodes were the ones where people actually just talked about marketing mm. generically. And mm. therefore, I changed it so it was a podcast about marketing and about protection and about finance. So only a little subtle change, but mm. it meant that a lot more of the focus was on helping people to promote their businesses and to grow their businesses. Hence why mastermind communities and personal branding is such an important topic for us to be discussing today. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, you're walking, talking proof of what listening to your audience mm. can do. Uh, you know, it's all very well saying that you're blogging and that you're podcasting and that you're helping people. But unless you genuinely know that you're solving people's problems, you're not helping people. You're just providing content to them. Chris, it's been absolutely fascinating to talk to you today. I knew it was going to be awesome to catch up with you. I knew that you were going to share with us lots of value bombs, as you always uh, as you always say. Before I finish the podcast, I always like to finish with four quick business questions. I, I ripped this off shamelessly from uh, John Lee Dumas, or at least at <laughs> least at least I've not been low enough to call it the lightning round. Or is it? The oh God, it? that would have been brutal if you oh, did that. God, oh God, no, 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 no. Possibly would have hung up. <laughs> Is it the lightning round? He calls it. The lightning it, it is the lightning round. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just say it's the, it's the final four quick, quick, um, quick business I love that. questions. The final four is great. <laughs> I know you're not working in the financial services industry, but I'm sure that you've been a client or a customer of the financial services industry at one point. So I'll still ask you the question: What's the one thing that you would change about financial services if somebody gave you a magic wand to wave? I think what I would do is I would focus way more on just being there uh, as a financial services pro for my clients uh -huh. and keeping them up to date and, and genuinely building a relationship with them rather than trying to sell to them all the time. Fantastic. What's the one business model, or it could be a product or a campaign or a marketing campaign that's caught your attention in the last year? What was it and what did you like about it? Oh, blimey, that's a good one. Oh, uh, God. Gosh, gosh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, one thing that I've purchased just recently, and this is nothing new, mm. uh, but one thing that I just purchased just recently were personalized notepads, okay. uh, notebooks for the Youpreneur community. And they're beautiful. They're, they're, they're brightly colored and they've got the, you know, the whole moleskin thing, yep. the elastic thing. And then we, we debossed the logo when we had like a color fill in. And I think the, one of the reasons why I made that purchase, and by the way, they weren't cheap. No. They were in at like £10 a pop almost mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I did it right. What I loved about that was it was the fact that I actually genuinely, and I know my, my, my members are going to love this, I genuinely put the time, the effort of finding the right vendor with the right materials to create a real premium type product, which by the way, is going to be for free for them. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I, I think just that kind of purchase right there, it, it shows that I have lot. I personally have the long game in place for those relationships with my clients. And I've seen the reaction that you've had to the uh, pictures you've posted of those yeah, uh, books. Yeah, everyone's oh, going crazy. Over absolutely, them. <laughs> absolutely. Tell us about an app or a gadget that's made a huge difference to your working life. Uh, Slack. 
Slack for me is being probably the go-to app communication-wise day-to-day with my team since I started using it about a year and a half or so ago now. Mm-hmm. It's all but killed email. It hasn't completely removed it. Uh, but in terms of uh, our internal discussions, um, it's all but basically killed email. And I absolutely love it. It's just so quick and easy to use. And it's got a beautiful mobile interface as well. What's the best business book you've ever read? And you're allowed to plug your own book here, by the way. <laughs> Tell us what it was and what you liked about it so much. Well, I, I, I think Virtual Freedom, which is my book, full disclosure, I think Virtual Freedom is is it's going to be one of those books that is never going to go out of fashion mm-hmm. because for as long as I've known uh, entrepreneurs myself, they have been stressed out, overworked, and underpaid. Um, and I believe the virtual freedom does bring a little calm to that entrepreneurial storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, one of the best books I've ever, ever read, and I read it in one sitting, was a, a book uh, called Crush It yes. by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I did literally read it in like two and a half hours straight. Um, and it's all based around online and you know building a personal brand online and uh, you know that 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 book just changed my my philosophy period when it came to really kind of branding and building my business on the internet fantastic chris great to talk to you today i'm hoping that a lot of people listening to the empath podcast today are going to want to get in touch with you so tell me where's the best way that people can connect with you Best place is chrisducker.com. That's where it's all at, you know. Uh, that's my hub. That's my home. And I do practice what I preach, and you'll be able to find links of everything over there, and you'll be able to get on my email list with my nice opt-in <laughs> as well. So chrisducker.com, that's where you've got to go. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I wish you all the success for the future. I hope your speech at uh, Social Media Marketing World in San Diego goes fantastic in the next few days, and I look forward to seeing you on the 7th of May at your mastermind class session in london it's gonna be great thanks roger you're a real inspiration man thanks for listening to the marketing protection and finance podcast do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash mpaf for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed if you enjoyed the show please leave a review on itunes Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? Okay.